Now format it for me, words-wise. <clears throat> Welcome to the Spooky Dookie Podcast. The only horror podcast for all you social outcasts. I like that. It sounded like you were a radio jazz host You're about to fuck me in the air. You should do it. Oh, fine. Okay, everybody. Welcome to the Spooky Dookie Podcast, the only horror podcast for you social outcasts. Hosted by me, Derek, and... Oh, it's my turn? And me, Mike. You ruined it. You fucking ruined it. It's fine. I thought you were going to introduce me, so no. I was confused. You're a grown man. You can introduce yourself, Michael. Okay, let's do it. Uh, are we going to do it again, or are we just going? We're just going. We're going for it hey. now. We're going in cool. deep. All right. All right. Real deep. So, uh... This Super evening, uh, we are going to be reviewing the movie Circus Kane. Oh, yes, we are. Jesus. Um, Very uh, it, it's a movie. It, it's a movie. And I, 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 I give it that. Um, now, do you have any uh the little liner notes of who, you know, directed this? Uh, so far, only thing I know is that this movie is directed by Christopher Ray, who also directed the movie The First Purge. And no, I don't mean The Purge as in the first purge that came out in I don't know when. I'm talking about The First Purge that came out, like, this year, 2018. So he went on to direct this after this weird abomination. Uh, no. This movie came out 2017. Circus King came out 2017. The First Purge came out this year. Is that what I just said? Oh, I thought you meant he directed Circus Kane after the first period. No, no, because that would be a huge step down. Um, the only thing I know about this movie is the kid from Stuart Little is in it. And as you wrote down in your notes, he is what? Uh, let me load on my notes. Uh, he is uh, an annoying little bitch. Yeah, yeah, that's what it says. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed him. And I was like, this guy, this, this little guy looks so familiar. But I couldn't figure out why. So, you know, give, do a quick Google. And I'm like, wow, that's where that kid went for the last 20 years. What a step down. But hey, still getting work. So that's something. Um, so what did you think of the movie? I, I don't want to go into what I think. Well, let's just re- let's read off the plot first. Because just in case no one has seen it, we could, you know, get them maybe into it by setting up a steam. Eh, okay, you can try. Go for it. The plot for this movie, a reclusive circus master invites popular social media stars to his house of haunts. Anyone who can stay without being scared off will earn 20, uh, 200, well, I can't read that number. 250,000. Yeah, I can't read. I should have <laughs> dropped it high school. Can I but read the it? Let's, what? Can we read it? I like reading. Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> Let me put on my dramatic voice. A reclusive circus master invites a group of social media stars to his house of haunts. Anyone who can make it out before being scared into submission will earn $250,000. But the stars soon learn that they are only competing for money. Oh, wait, no. The stars soon learn that they are not only competing for money, but also fighting for their lives. Wow, we both can't read. But I I got it better. Yeah, we're going to use your take. Um... (laughs) Yeah, so the the movie begins with a a bunch of uh, spazzes meeting up in a parking lot and then getting abducted by these two 
I guess, henchmen of the main character who owns the circus, uh, Belkasar Kane. I think that's how you say it. Um, yeah. And they're all talking in the back of the the van. They're all like, they're all pretty unfamiliar with what's going on. They just want the money for all various reasons. And uh, they seem to not be getting along, bumping heads a little. And there's uh, all of a sudden this uh, gas pops out of the the vents and they all pass out and they randomly show up at a uh, convenient location that is this guy's house of haunts which they be which they be <laughs> yeah. which which they are uh, escorted by what a uh, guy that they made a joke that looks like the lurch um, from Adam's family mm-hmm. to a room where they are then greeted by some screens where Belkasar Kane is somewhere in some control room or something right uh and gives them the whole rundown of, okay, you you think uh, you guys are cool with your social media following? Well, we're going to record this while you're going through the House of Haunts and see if you can survive. And, yeah, that's what sets up the them going through the house. So, uh, what was your uh, favorite, I guess, room? Okay, so the room I liked the most was the barbed wire room. Um, I'm pretty sure that's not how barbed wire works. But I enjoyed watching them go through the bar wire room. It's, it builds suspense. And the death scene that happens towards the end of that scene, I actually liked. I think that was my favorite death of the whole movie. But, yeah. I they went the to that twice, right? Or it was just two barbed wire-esque rooms. Are you talking about the death where the woman kind of takes a lunch at the... Yeah. Barbed wire? Are you talking? Okay, okay. Because there was there was the barbed wire room where they had to army crawl underneath it, and there was the one where my favorite character I he doesn't have a name. It's that creepy clown with the really long face. Yeah. He just like he uh, he kills. I think uh, I think his name was Mike, the uh, dark gentleman, the big fat nerd. No. With um, the- his name is actually Billy. I got him in my notes. He's Billy Gamer, Mike, annoying Billy, old whatever. fat black guy who. Is, oh well, never mind. I keep. I let you keep going. I, I have a lot of notes here, but yeah, okay, Billy. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, he got a, a an axe to the back, uh, uh, and then uh, by that clown who uh, and then that clown runs out after haunting them, and all of a sudden, uh, I, I forgot which character her, what her name is, whatever. She watches him run to the opposite side. Oh, Roxy. Roxy, okay, Roxy watches him kind of run through the barbed wire unscathed, and she's like, if he could do it, I could do it. Everyone's like, Roxy, no! No, don't do it, Roxy! (laughs) No one's really trying to stop her. They're all still probably competitive over the money, probably. And she runs right through it. She has no chance. And uh, what I was thinking, though, would they be able to continue on if Roxy never ran through that? Because she absorbed all the barbed wire. Right, yeah, she made it super simple for them to get through. She took one for the team. I guess so. <laughs> he really wanted the money. There's not really a lot of backstory why they want money. Um, uh, the, kid from, the kid from Stuart Little. Yes, the kid from Stuart Little is in this movie, like I said. And um, he was like, yeah, I got a lot of trouble stealing stuff, so I kind of need this money. And then Roxy's like, my brother! Out of nowhere. She never no, said no, anything. No, that wasn't Roxy. That was actually... Uh... Uh, oh, wait, it is Roxy. Never mind. No, it is Roxy. Roxy's yeah, yeah. like... No, they have my brother. I right. need the money. She starts running through <laughs> like a hero or whatever. I mean, they didn't say what is the problem. You see, that's my problem with a little bit of this movie. They didn't give enough reasons for why I should care about these characters. 
Uh-huh. Like, they made uh, Billy, the guy, the basement dweller, like, make a bunch of jokes that he's, like, a loser. He's like, I want to go back to my basement when he's stuck right. in the in the barbed wire or whatever. But, uh, yeah, there's not really any backstories of what these people, like, really are. They, they're just all influencers in some way, which they never really interact with their audiences. Their phones are never shut off. So that would have been cool if they live-streamed, like, hey, 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 someone call the police. Like, that's the thing about this movie. They could have called 911, but they waited until, like, two hours later to call 911. I have so many gripes with this movie. And, like, the, you would think, what's his name, Belth- Belthazar Kane would have yeah. thought to, like, take away their cell phones before this whole thing happened. Because they end up do calling the police and the police come. Like, what were you thinking? Why did I don't know. I mean, whew. I mean, it, it's a lot of plot devices that they set up and just completely ignore it later on. Like you keep saying that they were, they all had a social media following, but do you know what they got a social media following for? No, I think they just assume you kind of assume that the big uh, dark dude Billy is a gamer, right? So they all are horror influences in a or all influences in the horror community online so um so is he a horror gamer yeah like he was playing some zombie game but um when they were watching the tape on a bus uh belzazar kane he was like a reviewer a blogger a collector a a scream queen a gamer a rocker a blogger and a teen every aspect of the horror scene so that's how I knew that who, they were uh, <laughs> Who was who, though? Like, it's so vague. Okay, okay so... I'm going based off what I I do know. Okay, so the collector is obviously Eddie. The, yeah. the annoying dude who looked like Robert Downey Jr. Um, the Scream Queen was Carrie, who was just a throwaway character. The girl who... um. She Short got hair. choked out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 By my favorite character, by the way. Again, I love that clown. Make a spinoff like Terrifier <laughs> with that guy. I love that guy. He's so creepy. My favorite room, going back to that, was the room that sets up for the barbed wire, the, one of the barbed wire scenes when they're trying to find a key, as always. And uh, the clown, my favorite guy, is sitting within the stuffed animals, which is really annoying that no one really noticed him. But all right. Um, and he kind of bites off uh, Billy's fingers. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, they're all, like, freaking out because Billy's fingers are missing and whatnot. They're trying to figure out how to go uh, get out. And they kind of let the clown get away again. And that's when he comes back and kills Billy. <laughs> I you love know, You want to know what pissed me off a lot about that scene? <laughs> what? Okay, so, first of all, Billy's upset about the scratch he got from the barbed wire. So, like, out of nowhere, he just, he's not goofy character anymore. He's, like, serious now. Yeah. Which is, like, weird in, to begin with. And then you can tell that they shot these, the exact same room, that scene that you're talking about, they shot them in two different times because the cut was so weird. Okay, so I, I took film classes, so I, I noticed stuff like this. I'm weird. Brag. But uh, <laughs> Billy was like, well, we obviously got to find this key, so I'll start in this pile right here. And then they they changed the shot, they cut away, and they show him, look at another pile, and he was like, I'll take sorry. this pile. Yeah, I know that too. <laughs> I thought that was weird. I was like, this guy really is fixated in this pile. He wants this pile. <laughs> it did, the other thing that made me mad is while he was going through the pile, 
he will pick stuff up and then put it back right where he found it instead of like moving it out the way when he's looking for this key. He's or like picking up stuffed animals or anything. He's kind of just like looks at it, throws it back. Yeah, it, it was uh, uh, it was so crazy. It, it's it's so much. <laughs> but I just realized about the two barbed wire things we're talking about because there's two rooms. W- one was the first one that got them in, and that was the one they escaped out of. So that makes sense why it's confined by the barbed wire. Like each room, that makes sense now. Because like there was the like I said, there was the one where they had a kind of matrix their way around it and then there was the one where they uh roxy rammed into no no it wasn't two barbed rooms <laughs> that's you- another thing i didn't understand it w- <laughs> they went through the barbed room and it was a dead end so they just end up going back the way they came and that's the same thing that happened with the um the fire room with the swinging axes they just went back where they came it made absolutely no sense. Those rooms, they they didn't need to go through it. I, I didn't understand. They just ended up going back to where they was. They did all that for nothing. Wait, so that was the same barbed wire room? Yeah, she just turned around and ran straight through everything. <laughs> it didn't look like it, though. Like, I, it probably. You're probably right. That makes sense. But I guess there was less barbed wire that time. I don't know. This movie, it, it hurts my brain. Hmm. <laughs> well, I guess it's supposed to. Like, it, it makes sense that it's they have to go back and forth with these things because it's a funhouse. It's supposed to screw up their brains or whatever. Um, let's see. We want really talk, let's, let's talk about Jake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a joke because uh, Jake dies right away. We don't even get to know anything about him except that his name is Jake. He's the one who gets sawed in half. Great like, kill. I, forgot he was there <laughs> like he i don't know it, it it was completely i mean i guess all the characters were pretty useless they're even, all pretty disposable yeah yeah even the survival girl was very disposable very annoying her name was tracy um i'm guessing she had to identifies as a female um because in the beginning of the movie she was a boy uh named travis so I don't understand what that is. Is that uh, confirmed or are we really just that confused? I don't know. I don't know. It was a twist at the end. I don't know if they just wrote a twist because at the end it was like, oh, we really need a twist. And they just forgot that everything. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it made no sense. It Here's the absolutely. beginning of the movie, everyone. The beginning of the movie, there's some strong man, which I believe is Travis Tracy's dad. And... Or is Belkasar the dad? I think it's the strong man's dad uh, is a dad, and Belkasar yeah, strong kill- man's the dad. Yeah, Belkasar kills him, and then explains to Tracy Travis, wearing a very nice bowler cap, says uh, it's basically a speech about misdirection, which leads into guess the finale, which threw me and Derek through a loop because twists don't really throw us off that much, but I don't think they really explained enough to. Let's not <laughs> spoil the twist here. Let's make people want to watch it, but. Why? <laughs> what? Why? What? Okay, maybe uh, you know what? Let's talk about the ending then. Okay, we're going into spoilers. So if you do want to watch this movie, I yeah, guess here, turn it off. There's <laughs> a spoiler stamp across the screen. Um, so in the end, uh, Tracy's the only one who makes it after uh, Jonathan Nicky Stuart Little dies. Um, <laughs> and they uh, he starts. Belkasar Kane starts preaching about. 
uh, it's all about the final act, you're the final girl, and you think, oh, she's pretty much fucked or whatever. Then all of a sudden, she kicks him in the nuts or punches him in the nuts and runs past him outside. And, and um, the police were called earlier, and she runs out, and she's like, hello, hi, this guy's trying to kill me. You see what bo- bothered me about this? I know if police officers are supposed to be pretty stone cold and like not have a reaction. It didn't seem like they cared at first. They didn't really react. They're kind of like, there's a fucking crazy clown on the stairs, but they didn't really care. Oh, that's because he wasn't black. Ah, uh, you know what? That's some social commentary. That's for another day. Um, <laughs> so she gets in the cop car like, ma'am, we got this. Um, I'm sorry, that's Travis. That We don't know what he, she is. Too far? Uh, nah. Okay. Um... <laughs> So Travis Tracy's in the back of the the car, and they start shooting him. He's absorbing a ton of freaking bullets. Uh, he, I guess he got he, shot in the head. Yeah, so. the, the first shot, right? First <laughs> yes, shot. Yes. And he's just ex- absorbing it. He's just walking and preaching about some bullshit that I don't understand. And yeah. then eventually he gets taken down by the cops, and she she's crying in the back of the cop car to think, oh, that's the that's the end of it. But in, in the beginning of the movie. It begins with her behind, uh, what's the word? They're interrogating her. They're interrogating her. And, uh, you think that, oh, she's a victim. Well, the plot twist is she was a plant by Belkasar Kane to continue after he's dead, I assume? I don't know. It made no sense. I don't know what it will hurt. Well, if if you watch the credits she does do a promo video similar to what he was doing. Mm-hmm. So she took over. But why did he have to die? Is it because that he was under too much scrutiny from that accident that happened? I, Is, I don't know. And what, what was he? Is he just... Saying, he was, he he's not a human. Demon? Okay. I guess he's... Like, okay, what were the other people, too? Like, what was right. his... That's what I'm trying to figure out, too. Because that the clown looked normal at first. The there was two clowns. There was a jester and yeah, a clown. Yeah, they looked like extras from the Dark Knight movie. They looked like the Joker's henchman. They had the the clown mask on uh, and big giant guns with suppressors on. I don't know how they got into the United States with suppressors, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but I don't think those were masks though on the the clown. I think that was one of a, another demon because that guy at first. His, his he looked like a normal clown. Then he goes down for the chainsaw, and his jaw is already down to the ground. Like that was, I love that. It was, I love that clown. <laughs> and that's uh, that's when they found out when that clown starts cutting uh, Jake and Heth. Everyone starts debating, like, is this real? Is it not? And Big Billy over here is like, Nah, man. Like, he's a plant. a plant. Yeah. <laughs> and and then uh. Hard collector douchebags like I hate to agree with everybody here, but you're absolutely right, man. Fist bump because he's one I, of those guys. I hated him at first, but I really like him because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he was growing on me. I thought he'd play a, a, a bigger part. Yeah, his death was pretty uh, lackluster because he had a heart condition, and <laughs> somebody pops out, and then he falls down on one of those uh, uh, mallet. Games, uh, strength thing. Tester strengths games, and yeah. his head falls on it. And I guess he just dies. <laughs> okay, dies on impact. Sure, yeah. <laughs> horror movies for you. Oh man, I mean, they did it in Child's Play three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
the, the character I I didn't like. You didn't like uh Scott. Scott. Uh, yeah. Story I didn't little. like the, the guy who they made the leader. I liked him too. Um, what's his name? I can find it. Uh, like who died and made this freaking oh, regular piece of shit leader material? I like his death. It was pretty funny. It was kind of you, you he, could see it coming with the camera angle. Yeah, but he <laughs> he reached to grab some glow sticks, and when he grabs it, it was like a little toy clown, and it sprays liquid on him and he starts freaking out because he didn't know what it was he thought it was maybe acid or something but it turns out it was just water and he was like oh it's just water i'm fine guys and then all of a sudden uh mike's favorite clown pops up and hooks him and no it was a gesture the gesture had the hooks oh the gesture oh yeah because oh. then after that roxy starts backing up in slow motion here's where I, my biggest gripe with the movie is this death scene when roxy dies not roxy shit carrie, carrie. carrie. When she backs up into my favorite clown and she starts choking her, all these weird effects start going off for no reason. Like <sighs> the effects. Okay, so they, for people who haven't seen it, the effect is they will overlap two different scenes and like crop it, and then they will like um, change the transparency. So it's just two scenes overlapping each other. And it's just so weird to look at. And I I, I thought it was weird when they did it on the bus. They, they just did it so many times for no reason. And it was just weird. It's it looked weird. very cheap. Yes. It's something you would do in a high school production. And I don't understand why they kept doing it. Um, what, what else was out of place? The, uh, the Nazi zombie. What was up with that? Yeah, that was weird. Which <laughs> I, I looked up what he was called. It was like something geek. It wasn't even like a Nazi zombie. <laughs> but like obviously he was he had the Nazi symbol on him. He was a cannibal. I guess he's post um, atom bomb or something like he's he's a radiation survivor and he's a cannibal. And that was really weird because he was the final like think about a boss before they went in the right, room without yeah. this arcane. That was who dude. The guy snapped his neck like nothing. <laughs> it was so stupid and weird. Like, it's circus theme, and he's there. Like, I don't... I guess he's supposed clowns. to play off a real fear, and then, like, the character... Uh, what's his name? The one you hate. Uh, oh, um... Scott, Scott. Scott snaps his neck. He's like, Shalom, motherfucker. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I thought he said hello. He said hello. No, oh my no, god! No, it makes more sense now. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Imagine it. Like it's already bad enough doing the over exaggerated Jewish pun, killing a Nazi. But imagine he's like, "Hello, motherfucker!" Like, wow, z- great zinger, dude. <laughs> he says hello. Oh, and you watched the movie twice. <laughs> In both times, I was very confused. Oh, that's my favorite one-liner from any horror movie now. <laughs> I'm so dead. When they went into the, the room after he killed the zombie, Belkasar was hooked up to, like, a tank, which I didn't really understand all the way. Uh, I guess because he was dying from... I don't know, because, I mean, yeah, he had those burns on him or whatever, but... 
is he immortal or something? I don't know. I don't understand the purpose of anything that happened because he, Scott kept asking Kane, what happened? I mean, why are you doing this? Why what was happening and all this stuff? And he just kept talking in riddles the whole time. It, it made no sense. And the whole ending was just. They overdo the carny aspect with the riddles, I guess. And then he kind of hops that um, smoke that he was inhaling and kind of gets some strength to chase after them. So, like, is he only invincible when he huffs that shit? I don't even know. <laughs> this movie. You're going to go like, crazy trying to figure out crazy. Like, there's a lot of things that I don't understand about this movie. So if he didn't huff that stuff, would he be able to absorb that bullet? Could he control fire? At the end, when he did that, he said his last thing before he got shot. Yeah, I think so, because he it made a flame. And, and if he can control fire, like, why isn't he just shooting fireballs at the cops? <laughs> I'm glad that did happen because that would have that would have took me out for the movie. I would. I think that he wanted to be killed. That's why. I think that he needed someone to take over because of that controversy. With what did he get in trouble for again? Uh, killing the people, killing uh, uh Tracy's father, Travis' father. Tracy but that Travis. that was the controversy, not like a a fire for some reason. Why did I think he was a fire? Oh yeah, he he set the whole place on fire, and including himself. Like when they were fighting, the big strong man. Yeah. And and Belzazar came when they were fighting. Uh, Kane set everything on fire, the whole tent, which I don't understand because Travis was in the tent as well. But I guess he she didn't really catch on fire. Uh, I don't know. It's a very confusing movie, which I feel like I don't get thrown through that many loops. This isn't like some sort of Shyamalan thing. This is literally just things aren't adding up, and they didn't give enough context to to understand it. And I don't yeah. see that many reviews of it, <laughs> so like I can't figure out what to make of this. And I'm surprised they didn't have that many reviews on it, because like, clearly they were pandering to people like us by having like all these people who are influencers for the uh, horror community. I think they were hoping that would get like people who review movies like this, like like oh wow, I can relate to this or some shit. I don't know, but they completely failed. Well, this the <laughs> the rollout of promotion. I don't know. I just heard about this movie through Hulu. Just did. <laughs> So, like, that's already, like, a problem. That's been out for two years, and I just heard about it. All right, so I guess that leaves us here with our uh, our little gimmick on the channel. Derek, spooky or dookie? Uh, I'll give it a big old dookie. It's a poly dookie. The movie was trash. Um, sure, it was fun and whatnot, but it was not put together well at all. The plot was all over the place. The plot was even all over the place. The plot was non-existent it was just a movie full of kills and some people like that um i prefer a movie where i can actually watch and enjoy um i like a good story uh that's why i'm not a big fan of porn because the story in porn is just awful and 
this is it. This is uh, gore porn, and this is not my cup of tea. Okay. I respect that. Well, I'm going to give a little bit of a strange uh, thing here. Like, I'm going to go with Spooky, but I agree with everything you said. Like, it is a trash movie, but it is very entertaining. I was entertained, so I can't lie. And and the rating we have on this channel, you only have two options. So it's like, I think it is a, a, a enough of a movie where you could have fun, not take it that seriously. The kills are all right. The characters are annoying like every other B-movie. It's, it's nothing new here but it's something that i feel like you know people if they're scrolling hulu or netflix and just need something to watch just for the sake of you know you need you need a, to get that horror itch scratched you know it's it's okay um yeah you're gonna get frustrated with a lot of points the the plot definitely they should have rethought that and they should have made <laughs> things definitely more clear with w- what they were trying to do it's it's a movie where a bunch of stupid idiots that you don't like go through a house and get killed I find that entertaining and and kind of funny to some extent, so I enjoyed it. But yes, I'm going to give it a spooky, but <laughs> grain of salt that. It's not a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's the first one. That's our uh, inaugural episode of Spooky or Dookie. Uh, until next time, I'm Mike. I'm Derek. Yeah. Stay spooking, guys. Did you watch Bird Box? Not yet. Good luck.